Yo, 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 back at it again with another episode of Just Chats. Uh, sitting down with a person who've done a little bit of um, collab work back in the day of Ooft. Um, but other than that, you're kind of a stranger to me, to be honest. But um, interviewee, can you uh, tell us who you are? Hi. Uh, yes, my name's Ben Hull. I'm um, owner-operator of Natural Born Grillers, or NBG. My partner and I, uh, yeah, run... Natural Born Grillers, the burger shop in Mount Gambier. I'm sure most people have heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we sort of we don't really know each other. We're only through Ooft. Yeah, and yeah. that was it. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. But and then like when I came in here and we like did our thing, you know, it was friendly. You were awesome, and yeah. we've sort of just had chats every now and then, but nothing yeah. too crazy. So yeah, cool. Well, like I'd, this isn't really something that I'd probably normally do. I guess it's like I didn't even really know that you were doing this, and then. You tagged me on the Insta post. Someone had suggested you talk to me, and yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck, what's this? What's going on here?" And I actually literally said that, "What's this?" And you were like, "Well, yeah, <laughs> pretty simple." So I had to listen to the previous podcasts, and yeah, it was good. It was in, in, inspired by a couple of them. I thought this is really cool. I reckon, like, I'd like to have a chat, and um, you know, like, sort of the general theme of what what I noticed in the first sort of four three or four with people that had not come from so much of a generic kind of background mm. or whatever and they'd sort of gained success through their perseverance, etc. Mm. And I thought, that's pretty cool. I'd like to get involved in that. That's oh, a awesome. story that I can share as well. Sweet. Maybe sweet. inspire some others. That's the goal, man. I think that's the, I think that's the biggest thing. This there's, there's from what I've been noticed from doing these so far is um, there's like some sort of, I keep bringing it back to, there's some sort of narrative when you're growing up that this is how things have to be. And everyone that I've noticed that's found success did not follow that narrative. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, it's just, I don't know why it's pushed upon us so much. And yeah. But yeah. anyway, all right. So well, tell us a bit about yourself, where you grew up. Um, and yeah, just tell us where you grew up and family life, I guess. Yeah, sure. So, um, Victorian, don't hold that against me. I do not have COVID. Um, so I was born in Upper Ferntree Gully, which is sort of the, like, up top of Melbourne and, um, lived in that kind of area for the first two or three years of my life and then, um, shifted over to Port Ferry, which is sort of just down the road, mm-hmm. kind of down the road from here, down the road from there. Um, so I shifted there when I was about four and grew up there with my grandmother and auntie and sister till I was about 12 or 13. Yep. And then after that, I just sort of, since between sort of the age of 12 and 13 till uh, maybe, when did I stay here? How old am I? 35. So um, till about maybe 28 or 20, 26 or something like that, in that window I sort of just got around. Like I was all over the place. So I came here initially because my father was living here at the time and I was coming over here to visit him. Mm-hmm. And then I was getting into lots of shit at home, like getting into lots of trouble in Port Ferry. And my gran- I grew up with my grandmother from the- in there and uh, she just couldn't handle me being a shithead anymore. And so I came over here to hang out with my dad, which is probably not a great idea because he was a shithead too. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so from there I stayed here for a year or two and then where'd I go from there? Um, Geelong, it's a a bit of a list. Geelong, Melbourne, Adelaide, in Perth for a little while, um, the central coast of New South Wales, um, just up above Sydney. And 
Port Douglas and Cairns. I was there for a couple of years as well. And then back to Port Ferry and then back to Mount Gambier and then back to Geelong and then now I'm back in Mount Gambier. Holy <laughs> smokes. So you've, you've gone around the country. Oh, a little bit, yeah. I didn't really spend much time in WA. I was only there for about five months, mm-hmm. I reckon, just because it was so fucking hard to get to get anywhere like I think I was – I was 18 or 19 at the time. Yeah. yeah I, would have been, I would have been 19. And it was just difficult. I was with these two other dudes. We drove over from here, from Mount Gambia, and that was a, that was a trek and a story in itself. That's some interesting times going over there. Yeah. And we got there and we're like, yeah, this is sick. It's a great place. We're going to make something of it. We're going to, we'll get jobs. And we worked for this labor hire company, and that was all good and well, but we couldn't get anywhere to live. And it was just it was impossible. Because we were Aussie boys and because we were Aussie young boys, mm. The, none of the backpackers would take us. Like they, really? Yeah, they just have too much, too much shit with young dudes causing trouble, especially Aussies. Yeah. So we couldn't get into a backpackers hostel. Couldn't rent a place because we didn't have any money, really. Yeah. Like we were just like living day to day. So we lived in some interesting spots. We pretty much just lived closest to the jobs that we that we had. Like so in Scarborough. Um, we were doing, we were digging out this, they couldn't get a, uh, it was for a labor hire company. So they couldn't get a, a digger in this dude's backyard to dig the pool. Mm. So that, they were in, we're in there digging it with barrows and shit. It was not, not massive. It was probably only, you know, 15 square meters or something like mm, that. Mm. But, um, yeah, well, like there was five or six of us digging this pool out by hand. And, um, cause it was in Scarborough. We were originally down in um, Perth. We were like, fuck, we need somewhere to stay up there. Mm. We had swags and shit. And we just used to, one of us slept in the car and two of us were in swags in a public toilet block on Scarborough Beach where there were showers. So we could get up and have a cold shower in the morning before we went and shoveled our asses off all day. So, yeah, that was like, you know, it was difficult. Holy shit. Okay. (laughs) Difficult to find somewhere to live over there. So we only stayed for like five months and then come back. And yeah. okay, this is going to be an interesting chat. Run into some issues there, and I could go on about those individual stories for a long time. But run into some issues in Perth, and that was initially what um, like uh, boosted me to come back. Mm-hmm. And one of the other dudes stayed there, and he's still there now. So, and he's okay. got you know family and stuff there, and yeah. well, it's really cool. That was fifteen years ago, sixteen years ago. So, yeah, he's a success story of Perth, but. Um, yeah, we had our car broken into a couple of times that we were living out of while we were at work. So shit was stolen, money was stolen. Yeah. So it sort of just kept setting us back and setting us back. And I was just like, fuck this, I'm going back to the mountain. Yeah, you know? no, that's, that's fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to rewind a bit. We'll, yeah. we'll go back to primary school. Do you remember your primary mm. school days? Yeah, a bit, somewhat. Like, you know, everyone's got core memories, I guess. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you sort of, I don't really have solid memories the whole time, but... Um, it was it was pretty good. I was a larrikin. I was loud. Um, I was always a class clown. Yeah. I was onto it. Like I I was my schoolwork wasn't an issue. I was you know relatively on par or intelligent. You know I could get shit done. But um, I was just a clown. You know just wanted to always please everyone, make them laugh at me. Yeah. Yep. And like what what years like what grades are you teaching? Like I teach for seven to seven. Right, so, so it's a whole big window there. Yeah, it's a, so so five-year-olds to thirteen-year-olds. Yeah. So you know you can you can get the kind of the kind of kid that I probably was, like mm, you know, I know who you are, in, intelligent enough to do the shit, but then I'd get it done and then annoy Best everybody. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and you know, like I had some really good relationships with some teachers, and I feel like that was kind of part of um, like a few of the core memories were 
you know, like teachers saying, dude, like just apply yourself, like you've yeah. got this, you're really awesome, just, and I'll be like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't, they don't get it that, at that age, do they? No, of course nah. not, of course not. But yeah, I don't really remember a whole lot from primary school. It was okay. I wasn't, I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't cool kid. I wasn't like, you know, like I wasn't picked on or anything in primary mm-hmm. school. Sort of high school, I was a bit of an outcast and like I was sort of, like I had a few issues with bullying and stuff like that. I think we all did, but I, I didn't really, I didn't really go to high school for very long. So I went okay. all year seven, all year eight, and all year nine. But year nine was when it was like, like I completed it, but um, I was like in and out all the time. Mm-hmm. We lived in Port Ferry, and high school was in Warrnambool at Warrnambool College, so it's yep. a half an hour bus trip. Yep. And I used to take my skatey and get to high school, and then just skate from Warrnambool College down to the skate park. And just hang out there all day, yep. and then I'd skate back up and um, get the bus home. Yeah. And so you know, I didn't I didn't attend a lot. And when I did attend, I was a, I was a dick, and I got in trouble, and I got suspended a lot, a lot of times, and to the point where it was an X amount of suspensions in a short period of time. They expelled me from Warrnambool College, and so I went to some other little. Uh, it was called Wasp. Um, Warnable something school, I don't know, but it was like just for dickheads, really, for larrikins. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was bad. And then I went to this school, and dudes were like throwing t- chairs at teachers and things like that. And I was like, "Fuck, I'm not that bad." <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, but, what did you do to get expelled? Or oh, what? just smoking. That's probably one thing that was pretty, you know, smoking and. Uh, just swearing at teachers and, you know, not doing shit to them to get fucked, wagging, mm-hmm. like fighting, mm-hmm. all sorts of shit. And it's not like I had, I wasn't like a cool kid or in a bunch of dudes that were like, you know, the tough kids, the footy boys that would, you know, would fight, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't like that. Yeah. I'd get picked on, but I wouldn't take it. I'd just fight yeah. back yeah. and I'd always be the one left holding the bag because, you know, they'd have a black eye and I wouldn't and they'd be like, Oh, he beat me up, but I'm like, he fucking started it, bro. <laughs> so, looking back at that now, do you do you do you blame the teachers for what they did, or do you reckon they did the right thing by you know? Saying- no, I totally done the right thing. You can't. You got to follow the rules, don't you? Yeah. You know. But I mean, I think that this is twenty. This is twenty five years ago. Yeah. Oh, what are we? Thirty five. So twenty between 20, twenty and twenty five years. You yeah. know, like from a teacher's perspective, mm. I feel like kids were getting treated differently. You know, like nowadays you sort of see a kid that's got a problem mm. and you know they've got a problem, something's not right at home, whatever, like something's not right at school and you fucking try and help. Like mm. it's just, you know, back then I think it was like, you know, this teacher's got 40 kids to worry about. They're not sort of really worrying about helping you too yeah. much, you know, because yeah. they've got enough on their plate. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I definitely felt like I could have got some help. Yeah. But, um, you know, I definitely needed it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, obviously, I shouldn't have been a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. So going to Wasp, you said that it was quiet. You thought you were bad and then you saw yeah. all these people yeah. just pegging shit at teachers yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or the yeah, adults. Yeah, it was hectic. Just, just like the smallest thing would set dudes off them. They would go sick, like go like fucking crazy. And I was like, whoa, I'm not like that. <laughs> were there, were there, was it just boys or were there girls there too? There's a few girls, yeah. Yeah, not many. Majority boys, yeah. yeah. Do you think, like, so this, what I think should happen now is there should almost be someone just to say school's not for you, go and find a trade yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Was that these kind of people or were they just like, 
Um, the kids? Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. And I'd, like, they wouldn't do that. They'd be like, you know, like you're saying about the mindset of do school, like, you know, do school, you got to finish it sort mm. of thing. And, mm. you know, listening to some of your chats previously and most of the people, you know, are saying that that's what, that, that was the idea, but they were like, no, you know, you, we didn't do that and mm. don't, you don't need to do that. Mm. And I get it and I don't want to tell anyone not to go to school, mm. but, uh, you know, you don't. Like it's, unless you want to be a doctor, yeah. you know, unless you want to be a, like a, an, a scientist or an engineer of some like high degree, you know, like really, you don't particularly need that higher education. No. And um, yeah, yeah, sorry, keep going. Yeah, trades trades make decent money. Like, and it depends on the climate too, I guess. If you're smart with your trade, you, you you're in a place that like if you're a builder, you're in a place that's booming. You're going to make money. Yeah, you're going to be in demand. You know, if you're a chef and you're in a town that doesn't have like there's a hole in the market, you want to fill that hole. You can start your own business. Mm. It's not, you know, it's not. You don't have to have done a uni degree to have a business. You know, it's very, very, very uh, vague on that. People are like, you're not going to succeed if you don't go to school. Yeah, that, that, and that's the thing that I think the biggest problem is that there's, you have to go to uni to succeed. And mm. like I've said it before, but all most of the people, most of my friends and people that I know didn't go mm. and they're doing, it all just comes to perspective on what you want for success to be. Yeah, like, sure. That's I mean, right. that being said, I don't have any doctor friends or any vet friends and mm. I'd actually like to have a chat with them and just see what, yep. what their their perspective is. But, yeah, I think I don't see the narrative of teachers saying quit. Yeah. yeah. But quitting is a good option sometimes. It depends, man. It depends what you want to do. But I guess that the reason that they don't tell you to quit is because most you know, 13, 14, 15, up to sort of 21 kind of thing, most people in that range don't really know what they want to do or they do know what they want to do and they're fucking passionate about it and they're going to kill it. But then by the time they get to 25, they're going to be like, that's not really what I want to do. But, I mean, it's good to have, like, if you... If you go and, you know, do your trade as a, as a builder and you do it young and then by the time you're 24, 25, you're like, I want to be something else now, mm-hmm. that's awesome. You've got something to fall back on. Yeah. But I feel like they, you know, the, the education department in general don't um, encourage people to drop out as such because they, you know, feel like they've got their best interests at heart and they mm-hmm. don't actually know what they want, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, I get it, but it's, yeah. It's, it's a tricky situation. It is. It is. Yeah. All right. So, um I guess summing it all up, how did you how would you rate your schooling experience? Primary school, pretty good. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like I it was okay. It was in a small town, you know, small school. Mm-hmm. I think we had six hundred kids there. Like okay. it's not that small, but um, yeah, like it's good. Enjoyed it. I, I think <laughs> um, high school didn't so much enjoy it. Like the curriculum, yeah, fine. It's all it's, you know. It's relatively easy, like it's not, I wasn't overly stressed with any workload or anything. I just didn't really get the system, I, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I didn't, I suppose I didn't want to be told what to do, you know, and yeah. when to do it. So I just grabbed my skatey and fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking durries down at the skate park. It's sick. <laughs> yeah, not good, not good. That's right, man. That's, I mean, that's, that was you. So, um, all right, so finishing school. What happened? What did you do after you, you, you uh, left school? Yeah, so I'd been working since I was about 13 in different hospitality businesses, mm-hmm. like just washing dishes and cut, like I think my first job was cutting potatoes 
yeah, cutting potatoes into chips for a fish and chip shop in Port Ferry that was massive, like it was really busy. And then, you know, Port Ferry Folk Festival was fucking insanely busy. So I just sat out the back in this little room for like six hours at a time cutting potatoes. That was cool. In a machine. But yeah, 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 yeah. And that like, you know, so I sort of, and I'd done that because, not because I wanted to work in food, just because like I could and I had a family member working there and it was, you know, they needed someone and sort of just fell into it, I guess. And then, yeah, I uh, came over here. I would have been 14 or 15 or something. And I had I'd done a bit of, um, I'm just trying to remember now, like I'd, I, start, I think I started doing a TAFE equivalent to year 10 okay. and done like some of that externally, mm-hmm. you know, while I worked and that wasn't for me either. I was too busy, you know, taking drugs and fucking getting drunk and and working every day to try and uh, make money to take drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Fueling the fire, man. Yeah, pretty much. And when I was 15, I worked in the vineyards. Like I lived in Mount Gambier and I worked in vineyards around town and worked for a labor hire company from Coonawarra, and, which is funnily enough, I do work with them now catering, okay. catering for them. Yeah, so, nice. yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I worked with these guys and just lived in the mount, um, had a unit when I was like, 15 that my dad rented was supposed to be for me and him but he never even slept a night in it so it was just a little party unit yep and uh yeah i just worked hard like full time and yeah got stuck into having fun mm-hmm. i guess for a while and then got bored of it here so i went away and done it somewhere else and got bored of it there and yeah when i was about 18 i was living in adelaide working for this um company called festival hire they put up marquees and mm-hmm. supply like, um, you know, uh, event like tables and chairs and all that kind okay, of crap, yep. weddings and things like that. So I was working for them and uh, I was having a bit of a chat to my uncle who owns a, a family restaurant in Port Douglas in far north Queensland and he was like, oh, we're, we're desperate for a, an apprentice. Like we want an apprentice and you used to play around with the kitchen a bit. Do you want to come up and do that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm like, well, fuck, I got no money, but yeah, like, get me there. So he paid for me to fly up there, and I stayed with them for a couple of weeks. And um, well, I've tried to find my own place to live, and yeah, that was that was it. I done my apprenticeship up there, and pretty good lifestyle living in Port Douglas. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, good experiences. Met lots of great people, and learned to trade at a really cool place, and took my skills elsewhere. And the rest is history, I guess. I haven't really done a lot of other work in between just been kitchens okay okay mm. so when well, i guess we'll bring it into the shop so when did you open uh, natural born grillers a little over three years ago um so four years ago a year before opening this shop uh, my partner and i were living in geelong mm-hmm. and we had a baby and stuff uh, and you know little legend walter and uh so we we had the kid and we we were living in Geelong and I was working for someone else and it was all good and well, but um, we just felt like uh, we owned an owned a investment property here mm-hmm. and that was really cheap. It was difficult to make ends meet in Geelong, like it's expensive and um, the house that I've got here is like, the, the mortgage is like dirt cheap and I, we just finished renovating it before we left, so it was like beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it, let's move back and like enjoy it for a little while. And so I moved back, worked at a pub, well, we saved some money to open this shop. Um, 
definite hole in the market. There was nothing like it. Mm-hmm. And they were going gangbusters in Melbourne and Geelong at the time. So, like, there was heaps of burger joints all over yeah, the place. I remember and when the burgers super came. popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's been happening for 10 years, sort of. For eight years, it's been really popular. But it sort of takes a little bit longer to catch on in the regional centres. Yeah. So, even places like Ballarat, not that far from Melbourne... Um, there was sort of one predominant burger joint that was doing really well, but not amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it, it really kicked off, and now there's like six yeah. really cool burger joints there, you know. And somewhere like Mount Gambier is a lot smaller, so um, it took a little bit of time to catch on here. But we seemed to do okay for the first, like when we opened, it was really good response. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was, I think that if I had to open just another cafe, like <clears throat> that sort of carbon copy of most of the other joints it might not have succeeded the way that it did yep because it's you know so much other choice to do to go yeah. to something similar to that yeah all right so what's what's i guess what was um not setbacks what was the biggest struggle in opening opening this shop like what did you find the hardest oh. thing to really you know find your feet time to get, I wanted to do. I wanted when I wanted to do something. I want it done now. Yeah. <laughs> not not tomorrow. Not yesterday. Like now. Right. Maybe yesterday. Uh, it was just difficult to get it all done, really. And I can remember the the morning of opening. I was. I had a like a razor blade paint scraper still scratching paint off the edges of the windows. You know, because it was like I just wanted to open. Um, the shop was pretty much empty. There was no artwork and stuff. I've got a photo of it somewhere. It was just like blank. Um, yeah, I just needed to get the doors open to start bringing some money in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I don't think there was really much, but you know, it's just a just a process. Like I don't know if you ever seen the shop before we took it. It was like a milk bar kind of thing. Yeah, I, I remember the milk bar. Yeah. yeah. So like we just gutted it essentially, put up some new walls, tiled it, put in a commercial kitchen. The only thing that we've kept is the. Um, uh, the cool room because you know cool room's good yeah yeah, yeah. expensive so <laughs> good to yeah. get so I guess um, what was if you could have one thing that someone would tell you that this is what's going to happen when you open this place or just mm-hmm. one piece of advice before you started this shop what do you wish you were told uh, yeah not that I don't already but definitely take care of your valuable staff members Okay. Like, you know, just they're worth their weight in gold. Mm-hmm. Like people that are people that share your vision, people that are passionate about your vision, and that are there. You know, not just there to work for the money. They're there to work to help you succeed. Yeah. These people are just godsend. You know, like it's like yeah, it's amazing that you, I'll be nothing without the core group of staff that I've got um, right now. And I've got a, a, a group of really good. Um, staff members but um, and a few of them that have been here since we opened mm-hmm. um, and there was a dude that we hired that we never even knew before never met him just randomly hired him had a good feeling about him when we opened and we wouldn't have succeeded without him thanks Matt not this Matt a different Matt yep. but he's moved on now he's in um, Melbourne um, but uh, yeah like we wouldn't have succeeded without him he was you know pivotal in it like worked his guts out shared our vision passionate about it mm-hmm. one of the best for it at all times like it's amazing so yeah definitely take as much care of you, as you can of anyone that is willing to put their life into your life you know like it's yeah it's very important 
And I guess I'm not going to say not to talk shit on previous staff members, but there has there been staff members that just haven't cut it? Oh, not really. Most of them pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Like, if someone... Um, yeah, I don't want to, like, um, bag any of them out. They're all amazing. But, um, like, if people... Um, like, tardiness is something that I'm really kind of... You know, big on like you can be you can be a dog shit employee, just fucking turn up because I'll I'll teach you how to be amazing. You yeah. know, like just be here. Like yeah. it's very important reliability, tardiness. You know, uh, so yeah, a few of them that don't cut that, um, I just don't really waste my time with them. Yeah. But at the start, I did, and I was like benefit of the doubt. You know, <clears throat> try and offer support. Like if something's wrong in life, in, in their personal life, like what can we do to help that's going to make you be more available for me really? But, yeah, um, yeah. you know, like really, what can I, what can I do to help? Uh, like I don't really sort of waste my time too much on it now because like you can see who's going to, who's going to put in and who's not. Like, mm. you know, I, I sort of become, I don't want to judge people by character or face value, but you can sort of, you know, you get a bit of an idea of who's going to be reliable and who's not. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you got to you got to screen them. You got to call their references, etc. And I still take a chance on people here and there because I have a good feeling about them, and it always it usually pans out. Yeah. You know. All right. So, what were the best resources that helped you open this business? Was there people that you talked to or yeah, looked prob- up to, or probably peers? Yeah. Yeah. Probably people that gave advice. Other people that had similar, you know, um, experiences. Um, one guy that I worked for for quite a few years uh, gave me heaps of advice and supported me and even when I was leaving his business and I was I was really good in his business and he and I told him I wanted to open my own and he gave me a lot of support and guidance in that um, shout out to Sean Matthews owner of the Math or you know the Matthews Group Hotels, the three... The gym, yeah, yeah. Park and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so they've got heaps in Adelaide and he's, yeah, I always had a really great relationship with him and his dad and worked for him for a few years and, yeah, they were really supportive and gave a lot of good advice and, yeah, it's cool. And just just peers like friends and people that give you outside knowledge when you sort of tunnel vision, this is what mm-hmm. I want to do and they're like, but what about this, what about that? So, yeah. 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 Awesome. All right. What is the common myth about being, I guess, a burger shop owner or just a, a business owner? Is there one myth that people just think like, you know, you come in, flip the burgers, done and dusted? Like, is there anything that you just want to say, that's oh, not how it works? Because there's a yeah. lot of a lot of professions that people just think it's this, but there's mm. so much more. Mm. Um, people just think that you got money. <laughs> people don't realize how much money it costs to run a business. And people like... I've had people make remarks at me before about like when I'm like, oh, you know, oh, that's awesome. I can't, like, that's great. I can't afford that. And they're like, bullshit. You can't afford that. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like, I literally, like, I'm not sure how I'm going to pay my staff this week. So, <laughs> you yeah, know, don't tell me I can't afford that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I can't afford that. Sorry. But yeah, like, people just think that because you're a business owner that you got money. Like, other business owners don't think that. Mm. You know, mm. they get it. Yeah. But a lot of people, um, think that yeah it's all glorious and stuff but really it's not much better off than working for someone else yeah. you know so like I could be making much better money if I went and worked in a mill and worked you know 60 hours a week yeah. but I don't I choose to do this for 60 hours a week you know 70 hours a week or whatever yeah. it ends up being I don't I lose count most weeks but um, 
Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest misconception. And maybe people think that it's glorious and, you know, oh, 7.30 comes around and I'm like, yep, catch you guys, you can all clean up and stuff like that. That's not the case, you know. Like, I'm always the last one here and I'm always the first one here. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't expect a 14-year-old staff member to mop a floor if I'm not going to mop it, you know. Like, I don't expect them to do shit that I wouldn't do. I would never ask someone to do something that I'm not going to do myself. Like, yeah. yeah. That, um, yeah, that's there. That that's a big one, and I think not to to bag shit on um, kids these days, but I think like as you mentioned in Don's chat, like you see kids come into a workplace and they think it's like, like say if they come here, it's like yeah, all right, I'm gonna cook all the burgers, I'm gonna do all this, but you know, there's not that that level of hierarchy, and, yeah, so, sure. and like you've yeah. said that you've just said. I would mop the floor. I'm not going to do something that I wouldn't expect you yeah, to do. Course, it's a, it's a yeah. massive one. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's just, you know, lead by example. Yeah. You know, I get in and do all that shit and I like, I get up and clean the range hood and stuff. And then I know that while I'm doing that, like, of course, why the fuck wouldn't you? But anyways, like while I'm doing that, they're, they're like, oh shit, he's working his guts out. He's like scrubbing the crap out of that. I better get in and, you know, do this properly. And mm. like, it's just, yeah, lead by example gives people, like they, you know, they they wanna they wanna work hard for you if they see you working hard yeah. for you, you know. Yeah. And like we're so lucky with our our young staff. Like they're amazing. You know, they work their guts out. Like it's really cool. It's it just blows me away some days That's how awesome. hard some of them work. And That's, yeah, sick. You know, like to the point where like I'm just like you know, dude, you you can go early. Like it's you know you you're here early every day. You work your guts out. Like, no, no, I've got to get this done. And I'm like, I'll do it. And they're like, no, no, no. But, yeah. That's sick, man. That's such good work. Ethic. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, really cool. We, you know, got some really cool kids from like hardworking, good, honest families that, you know, we have good relationships with them here. Like it's, you know, um, it's pretty cool, pretty cruisy, pretty casual workplace. And, you know, they often say that they love coming here and they, you know, so, you know, and I try to, I just treat them like I want to be treated, you know. Mm. It's not like, it's just, I think it, the whole, I, I sort of done my, cut my teeth, so to speak, in the in the boys club of the hospitality industry. Yeah. I used inverted commas there for the for the non-visual of the, you know, <laughs> like it's just dog shit and it still happens to these days. Like the, the just people treating people not, amazing like you need mm. to be treated amazing you're in there with your blood literally your blood your sweat and quite often your tears pouring into someone else's livelihood mm. fucking respect that you know yeah like don't treat people like shit mm. i just can't believe that it still happens to this day like not, you know oh, it just fucking dumbfounds me yeah people you know like just yeah it's weird all right man what have you found out? Like, what shit just does not work? Uh, I feel like this this question I mulled on for a while. Um, lots of shit doesn't work, but I feel like too many people are sort of they're starting their day in a in a mindset of like um, they're always on the uh, on the defensive. You know, like people like you say something to someone mm. might be a compliment, might be a might be not a compliment, might mm-hmm. be, you know, and they take it the wrong way. People are just perceiving other people's mannerisms incorrectly and it just starts shit. It's yeah. st- like, it, you know, if I was to 
to be like, um, you know, uh, uh, for instance, um, someone's come to work like right on time instead of five minutes early and I'm like, if I was to immediately say to them, oh, geez, you're fucking late or whatever, you know, mm. like they might have something bad going on like that caused them to be late. Like, yeah. you know, just don't be on the defensive immediately. Yeah. You know, like find out what's going on. Find out are they, is everything okay? Like, oh, shit, you know, you, like is everything cool? And if it's not, help them. But if it, if it is and they're just lazy, then fuck you. But, you know, <laughs> <coughs> you get it? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, like people are just immediately on the defensive all the time. Instead of owning owning it. Yeah, it's just, so oh, like, yeah, kind of. But like, I mean, not from, like from a personal perspective, like just give people the benefit of the doubt and, okay. people, and people don't, you know, a lot of the time. Like, have, you, have you seen people take advantage of that though, if you, if you give in too much? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you do. But, you know, but you just got to do it. You don't know what's going on in someone's life. That's, like, you, you know. You, that if yeah. anything, I've learned anything from the past couple of chats is you have no idea what people are going through. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like, it's, yeah, it's important to to just be thoughtful, I guess. And people aren't being thoughtful. I mean, I, I went the long way around it, but that's that's what, that's the answer to that question. Okay, okay. <laughs> have you had any light bulb moments? As in, when did <clears throat> things just start to make sense? Ah, oh, yeah, probably when my son was born. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? Yeah. Um, do you, are you familiar with the the um, childbirth? You're familiar. I, have, <laughs> I well, what happens is <laughs> so no, uh, yeah, just I don't know. Shit just made sense. Like this is like you didn't. I didn't really have a purpose, I guess, before mm-hmm. he was born. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, I just lived life and just done whatever, and then didn't really. I took it very seriously for that nine month period before he was born. Yeah, like what the fuck's going to happen here? But you don't really take it seriously until you see him and you're like, shit, yeah, righto. This is, this is the reason that I am going to succeed and give him an awesome life and give him whatever he wants and show him that, you know, hard work pays off and teach him how to be, um, a good person, you know, like, yeah, it's, it gives you purpose. And that was probably the light bulb moment. This is why I'm on this earth. Yeah. To, to turn this dude into the best dude he can be. So, I mean, I can't, I mean, I can judge, but, and would you say, like, you see, not to talk shit on pieces of shit, but there are, you know, (laughs) parents that don't do that. And when, I guess when you see that, does that just piss you off? Or do you just not not invest? No, definitely. Too much, yeah. I invest too much. Like, it not, yeah, it pisses me off, but it just fucking breaks my heart. Like, like, it's just horrible. Like, I I don't know, man. Like, I, I grew up in a pretty loving, um, like, like, home life. Like, I grew up with my grandmother from when I was sort of three till 13 or whatever. So, she'd done the bulk of it, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was old school, hard as fuck, like, hardcore, hectic, but um, loving still. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think I can remember her ever like actually saying I love you you know so like I just feel like if you can't like you gotta that's important because mm. I feel like I miss that and like you need to you know they say it now yeah sure but I just don't think I actually remember it I think I say it to my son five times a day he probably hates me hates <laughs> it you know but like I just want him to know and I want him I want to show him that 
like he's important and that I love him so much mm. and that, you know. So it's, yeah, um, I see other people that, um, for instance, you know, at a sporting thing or something like that and the kid is going great but not as good as they want it to be. And, like, I'm always... if if Walter's, like, not done something amazingly or whatever, I'm like, good on you, man, good try, that's amazing, great, good job. And I've noticed that another parent was, like, to their little one was like, like, can't you, you need to do this. No, stop that, or something, something along those lines. And I just, it's something so small, but it just broke my heart. Like, I seen the look on the little girl's face and I was like, she's fucking, like... She's disappointed that she didn't make her mum happy. Mm. And fuck, that was that was sad. <laughs> that was a light bulb moment. I was just like, fuck, I don't want my boy to feel like that. Yeah. You know, because I've seen that girl feel like that and I was like, this is horrible. I don't want, like, I just wanted to give her a cuddle and be like, you're doing amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think parents put that much pressure on kids at such a young age then to... I don't know. I don't know. Do you reckon they're uh, living through the kid? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Or maybe it goes back to, you know... The question before be just be thoughtful. Like the kids have got feelings more than anybody. They don't know how to deal with them. Where we are all like human. Just, just yeah. think about how your disappointment makes them feel. Like, and that's just a that's a that's something tiny. Being verbally and visibly disappointed in your kid and making them feel sad for it. That's fucked up. But that's tiny. What about what about like kids that are getting abused physically, sexually, mentally, like? That's fucking hectic, man. I just don't understand how anyone can do something to their kid like that. I just don't. Yeah, it's it's just fucking really out of this world. Like, I just don't get it. The but, worst one for me is malnourishment. When they, oh. I've seen like being a relief teacher going to different places, and mm. they're wearing this like they haven't washed. Like they still yeah. got texture that they drew on their arm yeah, from like the, yeah. the previous days, and then it's like recess lunchtime. It's like I've got nothing to eat. How can you not two bucks? Yeah, we'll get you bread and milk. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you do? What can you do? You feed them your lunch. You, you, you can send them up to the office, but then here comes the vicious cycle of they almost then, because the, they'll know the school will take care of their kid, yeah, they, they just keep do it. doing yeah. it. Yeah. I just couldn't do it, man. Like, uh, if I was to witness, the, like, say that every day, I'd just be... I'd, I could do it. I'd just be bringing shitloads of lunches to school every day. <laughs> and I'd, like, I'd be broke because I'd be like, I'd have one packet of chips to me and then another whole bag of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, that's, yeah. and that's the shittest thing, I guess. We, we can't be that person. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know. I, know, I get that. But like, fuck, what, what else can you do? And you, you have yeah. to just... People don't understand there is baggage being a teacher. Like, you, you oh, want totally. to help, but... Yeah. There's only so much you can do before it's, you know, interfering with like yeah. what's going to happen to this kid sort of yeah, thing. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally, man. That's going to be real difficult, I think. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fucked. But mm. yeah, that's why I just go. I just I've now got the mindset as a teacher. It's just bell to bell. Like yeah. that's 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 when I take care, and then yeah. as soon as the bell's gone, I just whatever happened during the day, I just let go because there's yeah. no point. Yeah. All it's right, difficult, man. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's tricky, but oh well. Um, all right. Do you think boys and girls are equal? To me, fuck yeah. But to society, unfortunately, no. Um, yeah. Don't know why. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, I do know why. It's just society the last like, however long of um, sort of 
built that mindset, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, with, um, um, you know, girls weak and men are strong mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just fucking rubbish. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, totally not to me. And it's unfortunate. Uh, I think that it's probably, I probably shouldn't say it, but by the time <clears throat> anybody, uh, not anybody over 60, but by the time the majority of the people over 60 in this lifetime have gone and their time's done and they've passed away and people like us are in that period, I think that like everyone will be equal because mm-hmm. it'll just be normal. Mm-hmm. You know, like it shouldn't be any different. All that will be weeded out, you know. Yeah. It yep. just takes time. It and does. It's, yeah, as the, all we can do in the, in the time is call it out. Don't do it ourselves. Don't per- perpetuate it ourselves. Um, yeah, like, uh, my missus says to me, she said to me before, like, I'm the ultimate feminist in the fact that I don't even look at it. Yeah. Cause I don't even think about that. Yeah. Like, because I'm just like, I don't care if you know, I've hired a 14 year old girl staff member or a, 28 year old guy like you can both get out and jump on the skip bin out the back I don't give a fuck which one you are like it doesn't you know this that makes no difference to me yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just a bag like we're all just bags of bones that's it. you know like it's I don't and it's probably I'm probably that way maybe to my detriment because I expect as much off of that person as I do off of that person the same performance they probably okay. can't put that out mm. but I think it's character building for, for them <laughs> 100%. And I'm not hardcore in the way I do it. I'm just, all right, well, if you can't do that task, that's fine. We'll just, I'll do it or I'll get someone else to do it. But you've got to have a crack. Like, why, why do you think you can't do it? Like, because you're a girl? No. That's, yeah, that's fucking, that's stupid. That's good. That's yeah. good. Just that's a good mindset have to a crack. teach kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's, uh, I feel like we we give, we try and try and give more of, you know, it's not just a job. Like for these guys, mm. like we try, I try and give them those kind of skills, like not just work skills, but life skills. Like this is, you know, you just, you get treated the same as this person. Mm. You're all the same. Mm. Like you'll get the same benefits as this person. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the government doesn't see it like that with the pay rates, but that's all right. You know, they, <laughs> they pay them pretty differently. But, um, but having said that, I do have, don't tell my other staff members this. They'll probably all listen to this, but I do have, um, staff members. That I negotiate a agreement with, um, you know, regarding remuneration. So, you know, like they should get paid this much, and I pay them extra because they're worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, well, you you do so much more. You deserve this. You're so responsible. You know, like I've got 16, 17 year old girls that have a key to the shop because I trust them that much. They come in here and open up, and you know, they yeah, they like. Of like we have, you know, our fourteen. I've hired some when they were thirteen and fourteen, um, just because I felt like they they come from good family. I knew the parents are good, hardworking kids, and we've got them doing the till, counting the till off. You know, that's good skills for them for life. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I, I feel like most other places, it's like oh, the manager will come out like that's my job. You know, like this is you can't do that. Yep. Like why the fuck can't they do it? They know how to count. Like mm. it's. I trust them. Mm. It's pretty easy. Mm. Have a crack. Do it. I'll show you how to do it. Have a crack. You know, and they they love it because they get responsibility. You know, they they feel worth. Like they, you know, they increase their it. confidence as yeah, well. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess. Well, okay. Being a male, have you noticed there's any like certain benefits that you can get? 
Uh, probably none that we want. Yeah, yeah. not by choice. No. Yeah. Like just the way we're treated by other, oh, by men and women. And I, I don't think that it's by choice at all. Like I don't want to be treated any different to anybody, mm. you know. But I definitely get, and it goes back to that sort of boomer generation, they are always treat like people differently by their sex. Yeah. Like um, you notice it when we're serving hundreds of customers a day and the way that like someone would be like, oh, can you get the boss? And the girl's like, well, I'm the boss, bro. You know, mm, <laughs> like, mm, what do you want? Mm. I can, or they're like, can you get the, can you get the bloke in the back? Get your, get your boss. And like said that to my missus when she was working here. She doesn't work here, hadn't worked here for ages, but get your boss for me. And she's like, well, bro, I am the boss. Like, you know, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, what can I help you with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one time, um, uh, Matt, uh, this bloke that I had working here, Matt, he, he used to, not one time, all the time, he used to, he just cut that shit down. People would try and get over him to, get get to me mm. you know like to uh, a rep or something like that and it was busy and he's like they're like oh can we speak to the owner and matt's like yeah i am the owner and they're like oh they obviously knew that it wasn't they're yeah, locals yeah. they know me you know and matt's like what can i help you with just stares him dead in the eye like don't don't fucking treat me like shit you know like don't you're like you yeah so definitely and it's always the old people never young people young people are pretty respectful yeah what about negatives to being a male <clears throat> oh, I have to lift shit all the time. People think that I can lift shit. <laughs> no, no. Let's see. That's probably the problem, isn't it? Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't really see it like that. I don't. I suppose I can't really comment on a negative or a positive mm. too much because I don't really view it. You can't it really like compare that. it either, can you? Yeah. She's never been a girl. That's it. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. Nothing really. No, okay. no negatives. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah, pretty confident and pretty happy in, in being a man. So, yeah, nice. haven't really had any too, too many issues. But <laughs> okay, sweet. What do you think most people are doing wrong day to day? What what are they just doing wrong? Oh, probably um, comes from my own, what I'm doing wrong. Um, procrastinating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of shit done, but it's always at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not always, but yeah, I'll, I cram it all in, you know, um, and that creates high pressure and high stress, you know, because I'm trying to get a lot of shit done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, procrastinating, um, doubting themselves, you know, but you can do it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's, you don't doubt yourself. Like you just most like people. Just have a crack. Like, you got this, you know? I think that that's important. When you were opening the shop, was there ever any doubt? Oh, from my missus quite a bit. She she was like, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm a, I'm a like, you know, I'm a pretty determined kind of person. So, <clears throat> I'd, and I've, um, like, been in hospitality management for quite a few years and I've seen the figures and I've worked with the figures and, like, I know that I can make myself money mm-hmm. so I was confident that I was going to work even on the low end mm-hmm. and uh, so no I, I don't think I ever had any doubt but definite there was definite doubt from others but um, you know just more not doubt in me or the success of it more so you know worry I guess about whether it's going to pan out. How, how did you like block that I guess noise of doubt and 
failure out of your head or were you just like, I've got this? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. 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 How did you build that skill? Because oh. from what it sounded like being a kid, you're like, fuck, this is too fucking hard. I don't want to do school and shit too. Yeah, yeah. I've got this. How did, how, where did that, how did you establish that? Probably my kid, Walter. Like, yeah, okay. You know, being like, there's no, failure is not an option. Yeah. <laughs> you know, got to build something great. Like, yeah, got to, just got to build it, just got to do it. And there's, yeah, like no way that it can not work because I want to show him that hard work pays off. Like I want to show him that, you know, dedication, like you, you dedicate yourself to something and that can get you places, you know. Not that we're really going places with this, but mm. it's, you know, like it's something to be proud of. Like it's it's our own thing. It's it's pretty much like it's it's us, you know, like all the decor and shit, like it's just... Yeah, like it's our own place, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, showing him that is important. So that's my drive, I guess, you know? Not to say Walter is like, and I've got all the respect for Walter in the world, but if he did not come into this world, do you think that this would happen? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah? Probably still, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because I was just getting sick of doing it for other people. Yeah. You know? It's good. Make decent money. Like they look after you. But... When you look at the money you're making them, yeah, you know, it's like fuck, I can do that. <laughs> and, and now you're doing it, so there you go. I'll have a crack, yeah. Like it's, you know, like I said to you before, it's, it is what it is. Like I'd probably make more money working in a mill, you know. Yeah. But but I don't want to work in a mill. Yeah, you I want the freedom to I come want, to yeah, your shop. I want to do different shit every. Like I want to like make different burger specials every week and, you know, like be creative and although it's not that much of a creative outlet, but I do, like we do use it as that, you know, and not so much even in the food, just in the, the, the way that we dress the place, you know, and our online presence and mm, our mm. events and stuff like that. I always do different food at events and like lots of different catering. I can just do what I want, you yeah. know, on my own terms. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so what do you think people are not doing enough of? Um, don't know. Um, what are people not doing enough of? So what do they overlook? What don't they <coughs> find important that you think is of importance? Uh, probably goes back to the earlier question of people, what are people doing wrong? Mm. Like your little rewind noise. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, just being thoughtful. Like what you're overlooking, like someone's got something going on in their life. Just don't be quick to jump, you know, down their throat. Yeah. Like, just think about shit that you've been through, if you've been through shit, and this person could be going through something similar or worse. Yeah. Be there for them, you know. That's, yeah. It's important to not just, yeah, like if someone's got an issue, someone's upset or angry and it's causing issues, there's usually a problem. There's usually something behind it. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. 100%. Help. Yeah. Is there anyone you look up to? My peers, I'd say other other business people in uh, locally, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, just other, yeah. Um, probably my grandmother. Yeah, she's hardcore man. She's she's a legend. Yeah. Um, yeah. My uncles or uncle, uncles. Yeah, both. Yeah, both my uncles. Yeah, they'll probably listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, my uncles and my aunties. They're you know, yeah, they're all really strong and. Like, 
done good shit with their lives and yeah, like it's cool. Yeah. My dad, I guess, like dad, you know, he's, he's a, he's a good dude. He's done a lot of shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose in a, in a professional manner. Yeah. I look up to definitely my fellow um, business owners in town and managers and stuff like that. Like, the peers of the industry, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. look up to them and their and their success, and you know if we can help each other and shit like that, it's great. Yeah, yeah I think the the biggest thing when I was like oofting it up is the people that you surround yourself in that just want you to succeed and grow and like mm. just tell you advice and mm. don't do this, go here for that is just fucking awesome. Like, yeah, there's some cool. really good people here. Yeah, and again on the flip side, there are some some pieces of shit, but yeah, well you know, uh, like have a look at the crowd, like have a look at the. The genre of age. <laughs> That's what it'd be. Yeah. Young people in business are fucking doing great. They're not only for the community, but for the, their employees, which is most important part of it all. Mm. They're hiring kids, giving them good life skills, treating them the way they should be treated in the workplace. Mm. People that are old school, they're hiring people and treating them like shit. Yeah. They're treating their customers like shit. No, yeah. not all of them, but you know. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, yeah, young people in business are killing it. That's, that's good. That's There's cool. a couple of really good groups of people in town that are doing amazing shit. It's awesome to see. All right, man. What has been the biggest setback that you faced? Um, uh, setback in in like professionally, or I don't think I've really had any setbacks professionally. Okay. Yeah, on a personal level, um, like. Oh, fuck. It depends how deep you want to go and how far you want to go back with it. But, um, like, I got into some, some like, legal trouble when I was in my sort of early 20s. And, like, I came, like, I sort of set me back quite a bit, put me in a position where I sort of had to make a decision as to whether I was going to follow a path of um, drugs and crime and being a fuck up or go and work and straighten myself out and mm-hmm. luckily I chose the right one but mm-hmm. um, I still fucked up a lot but uh, along that path but yeah there was probably probably setback was um, yeah taking taking drugs and being a dick really like in my early 20s mm-hmm. and yeah how did you how did you pull yourself out of it like what lesson um, when did you just go this is fucking stupid or what, what happened to change that that path yeah there was a point where I Got, got put in a position where I couldn't um, have access to anything like that okay. for a, a small period of time. Um, and uh, after that, I realised that that's not the path that I want to go down. Mm-hmm. And like I've, I've seen my, my dad go down that path his whole life. Like that's sort of what – that was his thing. Mm-hmm. It was throughout my childhood um, – as I mentioned, I grew up with my grandmother. Dad would be, he would come visit once a year or maybe a little bit more when he wasn't locked up. Mm-hmm. And it was usually crazy. Like he'd pick me up, pick me and my sister up and like, you know, do something cool and fun. Yeah. And we thought it was great really cool or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and then he'd fuck off for another six months, you know. Or like, you know, little things like, I have some pretty hectic core memories. I don't know if they're worth if, if it's really 
good to share, but um, like things like uh, that, you know, shouldn't have I shouldn't shouldn't have been privy to mm-hmm. as a small child, um, and the things that stick with you. Like I wish I'd remember all the good shit, but I remember a lot of bad shit, yeah. a lot of um, you know drug abuse and violence and you know, violence against other people and hang around with pieces of shit and bad scenes, you know. And I I feel like I see people with their kids now that are, you know, going through like the same kind of shit. They're sort of affected by drugs and alcohol and they got their kids with them at somebody's house till fucking one in the morning. An eight-year-old kid needs, yeah. you know, should be in bed. They got school, that kind of thing. Like, that's mm. just horrible, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. So, yeah, I... A few things that I recall from like when we'd have our little stints away from grands that were not real good that, you know, it's good to have those memories to know that this is not what I want Walter to see. Mm-hmm. I want him to have a good, solid, strong family unit and give him good values, you know, like, yeah. Did you think growing up, so you said that you lived with your grandma and Nana. Mm, yeah. Did you have a, a father figure that was there as well? Like no. A, no, it was just grandma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my grandpa and her split many years before that. And he was around, but not very often. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, just grand. And one of her daughters, my auntie, um, she was there as well. And one of my sisters, I've got three older sisters, and just one of them to the same mother. Mm-hmm. So um, me and her both with, with Gran. Mm-hmm. Did you, so it was just like, it was just the girl? Yeah. The only yeah, 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 yeah. And so, oh, my missus loves it because um, toilet seat's always down. <laughs> like 100% of the time, toilet seat's always down. And I'm, I'm the one yelling at Walter, dude, toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll pick it back up. So what excites you? What are you looking forward to in life? Oh, Cool shit with Walter, like yeah. seeing him learn, mm-hmm. like seeing him grow, like it's it's awesome, mm-hmm. you know, like his writing and reading and all that kind of cool shit, like it's great, Re- really cool. That excites me a lot, mm-hmm. and and food, like when I go, if I go away and stuff like that, we always pretty much centre our holidays etc around food and that's about it <laughs> yeah i can feel you there i know exactly what you're talking so about. you know we're going somewhere we're looking we're pretty much looking for where we're going to eat and, yep. you know yep. yeah has there been anything that's kept you up at night um yeah i guess um i'll just gonna lock lock that before the boomers they can't read opening times okay that's <laughs> cool. um yeah yeah totally like uh I was, this one was i had a bit of thought about and like, if I've under the pressure, under under the pressure of work and you know service and stuff like that, you know I've snapped at one of the girls or you know like offended them in any way or mm-hmm. even or at a customer I've said something rude to a customer or whatever and like it wasn't not rude but you know like something like like not treated them with total respect like yeah, I've been in the heat of the moment them. sort of thing yeah yeah and yeah. like i've gone home and been like oh that was fucking stupid why did i do that and dwelled mm-hmm. on it and you know felt really bad or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah totally yep that keeps me up oh it doesn't keep me up i still sleep all right but <laughs> just sort of always sort of you know in the mind after the fact you know and would you like would it be the next day that you rectify that or like try and oh, explain yeah. yourself try and stuff yeah like, totally yeah 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 totally and like i've I've had I've only had one outburst here of anger at a colleague 
um, it was actually the guy that I was talking up before, Matt. Like, yeah. We had a we had a blowout one night, and like I've never sort of raised my voice and get angry and shit like that. I used to do it all the time. I've I don't need to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I had one outburst here and lost my shit at him over something stupid, and uh, yeah, I made sure that I'd everyone that was working that night that I'd like personally apologize to them because I felt really bad about like scaring them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all like I remember yelling at him and they're all like, oh fuck, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So, you know, like I made sure that I apologized to them all. And pretty much they were all like, nah, it was fine, man. He deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> but we, me and Matt, like we we kissed and made up afterwards anyway. Oh so, lovely, yeah, lovely. Good. Yeah. Um are you a reader? Uh, no, not really, no. no. Oh, kids' books, yeah. Yeah, I read lots of um, Spot. Oh, yeah? yeah. yeah See? Yeah. What yeah. Spot? What adventures has he given oh, up to? fucking, he had a baked a cake for his old man the other day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. Had a, had a um, sleepover at the monkey next doors. Yeah. So, yeah, just kids' books, man, yeah. really. I don't no, have time to cool. read, unfortunately. No, um, cool. I, it's been a while since I've read anything. Um, uh, I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts and shit either, but started listening to your stuff and mm. I felt like, you know, it's cool. I might try and seek a bit more of that kind of stuff out. Oh, so awesome. I'm open to suggestion. Oh, awesome. All right. Is there anything that you just don't understand? Like what's just is like, I don't fucking get that at all. Um, yeah. Uh, lots of shit. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, lots of stuff. Any, like, any... Oh, like just go, going back to, you know, the way people treat their kids before we're talking about, you know, being like, how can how can you make your child feel sad, like or scared? That's weird. I don't get it. And I think the worst thing from that is that's what they define as normal because yeah. they don't know what's better or what's. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd hate to fucking think what's worse. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't get. I don't get. I don't. And like, not to fucking stereotype and judge, but there was like. A, there's certain areas that continue to then have a cycle of having kids so they get mm. the benefits from the government mm-hmm. and then it's they've got like this six-kid family of yeah. just complete fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a good look, man, but, you know, it's probably on the government. They should be helping those cunts, you know. Mm. I mind my French. I've fucking I've been swearing like nobody's business. But anyways, uh, yeah, they should be helping them, man. Like there should be more support for them to not get in those positions, mm. really, shouldn't they? Mm. You know, and that's easy said than done, I guess. But, you know. It's almost like a safety, like a – because they know they don't have to go work and actually provide. They're yeah. guaranteed a certain amount of money. And even then they don't spend the money on serving the family. It usually be mm. like cigarettes, yeah, yeah, totally. alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're trying to they're trying to – make it harder for them to do that and i don't I get think they it, should i don't people, think they should try though they should just yeah. blank it and say fuck yeah. off yeah yeah sure yeah i mean like I, I get it totally and i and i understand it but um unless you've been in a position of That's true. like um you know dependency mm-hmm. and a vicious cycle of abuse you probably don't get it you know like yeah so it's true yeah like it's it's fucking not good. Like it's not pretty. <laughs> it's, they, it's they live, that's their that's their that's their life, and they you know they don't know any different. You know they they think that's normal. Oh fuck, it's horrible, man. Like kids going home to like walk in the door from school, and their dad's screaming at them immediately. Not like oh hey, how was your day? Like mm. hey, I've missed you so much. Did you have a great day? It's not like that. It's like 
what the fuck, and pick this shit up. I don't understand, man. Like people that are just um, so angry with themselves that they like can treat anybody like that, let alone their own kids. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. fucking weird. That's something I don't understand. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, <laughs> that's fair. Um, all right. Uh, I've got a couple more here. What's an unpopular opinion that you have? Oh, I'm probably, Ashlyn and I are probably the only people in our whole friend group that I'm probably going to lose a lot of listeners now. Um, uh, vote liberal. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably my unpopular. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get into politics too much. It's that's probably cool. not, we could go on for hours, but. Yeah, uh, that's all right. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, we just, and all my family are like, Staunch Labor supporters, and we don't talk about it, you know. So yeah. politics is banned. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right. Biggest loss. What's your biggest loss? Oh, just in life in general, like um, your your chat, man. Take yeah, it where you yeah, want. sure. Oh, probably a loss. Um, probably my mum. Yeah. She passed away when I was really young yeah. and that's sort of been, you know, like I don't know what life would have been like with a mum, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's probably my biggest loss. Like when I was, I think, when I was like two or three. So, yeah. Um, I often think about what it would have been, what life would have been like if I had a grown up in a, like a generic family environment with a mum and a dad and, you know, like, suburban Melbourne like mm-hmm. I don't know if they would have continued to to live a life of um fulfillment though you know like they were getting into drugs and all that kind of stuff and uh when my mum passed away my dad just fucking went off the rails yeah. tactically as you yeah. can imagine yeah. and um yeah I just feel like uh I don't know what life would have been like when if we had a if we if it had been generic, you know, so I'm kind of thankful for where I'm at at the moment. Mm. And my grand, like 55 years old, took on two really small kids after she'd bring, been finished bringing up her own, ready to retire. Mm. Took on two little kids. Like the alternative was us get split up to go to um, two different parts sides of my mum's side of the family. Yeah. So you know that she didn't want that to happen. Didn't want us to get split up. You know already lost our parents like it's probably like my dad was in in jail or whatever and you know so yeah that's probably the biggest loss may i ask mm. how she passed yeah um you can uh so it was like an aneurysm okay yeah they don't know i've seen toxicology reports and there was drugs in her system but um they don't think that that was the cause okay but so there's a bit of animosity from my mum's side of the family, not all of them, to my dad because he that was their lifestyle yeah. and they blame him for it, you know, or well, not all of them but a couple of them. Mm-hmm. So I get I get that but it's like, um, you know, yeah. So it's pretty pretty fucked up scenario really. She, um, It was just me and her and my sister home at the time and, yeah, she died in her sleep and, like, we, we were babies you know like we didn't really know any different we were in bed with her like trying to wake her up like mummy won't wake up and then one of her friends come around to visit and seen us through the window and fuck had to break the window to climb in and get us out and shit and be like yo you're fucking dead (laughs) you know and so i didn't really think too much of that 
um, like growing up, I didn't really have much thought on it. But my uh, sister said we've spoke about it, you know, not that far in the past, and she said um, that uh, she was like thought that she'd killed her, you know, as a five-year-old. She's like, oh, I killed mummy because I was jumping on her in bed. And so, fuck, man, I just, like, I, I just, I've tried, like, we've tried to talk about it and stuff like that. And I just, like, uh, that was something hectic that she had to be brought up with mm. in her mind. And I didn't, I was too young to even really comprehend, comprehend that. Yeah. So I didn't, like, support her. And, you know, even as a early teenager, like, I was just off doing my own thing and, getting into drugs and making trouble and breaking into houses and shit and, you know, being a dick. And I didn't give her the support that she probably needed from her brother, you know. So you have a strong relationship with your sister now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, it's, yeah, it's good. Fuck. Yeah. All right, man, couple yeah. more. Yeah. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, I've been getting a few beard compliments lately. Nice. Yeah. You're taking care of it? Oh, I gave it a trim the other day. I don't know. It's sort of... I, I want it to get big and bushy, but then I don't want to do that because I work with food and I don't want it to be, look like a feral cunt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. So, you know, but yeah, I've been getting a few big compliments. Um, How does that make you feel? Good. Yeah, love it. Do you own yeah. the compliment? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of them blokes, mostly blokes, are like, oh, your fucking beard game's strong, bro. Like, <laughs> I've had a couple of chicks that are like, oh, nice beard you got going on there, man. They haven't seen me for a while and they're like, lovely beard. And I'm like, oh, thank you. But um, yeah, that's, you know, a pretty superficial kind of um, answer to that question. But I feel like probably the best compliment that I've, that I've gotten today in the last, and it's only recently because I've got a four-year-old, was about my parenting, you know, people saying that I'm, a good good dad you know oh, it's amazing yeah yeah it's it's cool like people from the outside looking in going fuck you're doing an awesome job like that's really good that's cool i like that and i think i guess that almost ties in with you know you could tie that back to your your childhood and stuff that yeah know, definitely man definitely it's, yeah. you've, you've turned you've seen what doesn't work and you've yeah. almost gone i want to do everything that i didn't have yeah definitely Hundred percent. That's totally it. So anyone out there that's listening that knows me, just come and tell me that I'm a good dad, and I'll be stoked, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't need to do that unless you believe it. Thanks. Yeah. All right, man. Is there anything that you wanted me to ask you but I didn't ask you? Nah. No. Nah. Nah. Is there anything you want to ask me? I don't think so, man. Oh, when it, when when's when's Oofed coming back? <laughs> You're the third person I reckon yeah. doing these. That um, I don't know, man. It's I now know what I need to do to make it work. Mm. I just don't know if I... I wouldn't start in Mount Gambia. I don't think... Mm. Well, um, how about... I've got another idea for you to cut you off. Do it in Mount Gambia, but don't do it yourself. Sell the idea or your ideas mm. and your recipe and all that shit mm. to someone else who's already doing something similar. We've thought about that and we have had offers. Mm. Um well, we almost want to, we, we like, this is going to come off as like an ego thing, but we like the fact that we've got something that's so wanted as well. It's great. It's, yeah. it's kind of it's like good. a power thing. Yep. Um, and like totally. the other day we, we made some cookies for some people and they're like, how oh, the, you bastard. Yep. What the fuck? I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> like we had people saying, how the fuck did it, how, how do I get these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I do like that. And I, and like, this is like perfect weather. Imagine just having a nice yeah. cookie at night. Great. Nice. great. So I do like knowing that like what me and Pam created is, is wanted. I just mm. don't know for both of us. It's not the time to, yeah, sure. to really dip our toes in yeah. for that. But I mean, I, I really want to open up 
I don't know if you've listened to the how Oof went poof. But yeah, I'm, I listened to it most of it, and I did listen to your dumpling idea. Oh, Fucking take a terrific, dumpling, mate. Man. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> it fits my vibe totally. Um, empty shop just there, so yeah, yeah no, no worries. Yeah. Oh, oh, this yeah. one you could buy this one actually. It, it is. It will be going up for sale quite soon. There's oh. a little plug for it. Oh, okay, yeah, well, we're what, ready to. You're gonna go somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah, we're ready. No, we're just ready. It's three years in, so a little bit over three years in, so it's ready to ready to go. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we like we'll, you know build it, build a name, and build it up, and we'll I'll move on to something else now. Yeah. I've heard there's this idea called take a dumpling. If you yeah, oh, it's great, man. But I can't take your idea. But oh, man, um, I'm willing to share. I just yeah. I just reckon it'd go like. I just like there's sometimes like I think we're getting a, a Vietnam, um yeah a yeah yeah shot. totally yeah oh, it should be that great would yeah. Fucking go yeah, off. yeah it should be great yeah it's cool anyway bit sidetracked but that's cool mm. finishing it off now man what's the best tip that you know what's just been like a, a, a saying or a sentence or be know, like, kind yeah just be kind man like just fucking treat everyone the way you want to be treated you know don't walk into a shop and you're in a bad mood. Put that onto the girl serving you or guy serving you. Just be kind. Like you don't know what shit's going on in someone else's life, mm. and they don't know what shit's going on in yours. So they need to be kind too. But yeah, just yeah, don't be a cunt. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right, man. Last question. If there's one thing you want the people uh, to take away and absorb from this show, what is it? You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it. But you can do anything. Yeah, I think. But anything you want to do. You want to make cookies, make cookies. You know, you want to make dumplings, make dumplings. Yeah. But you can do it. It's just, it's all about perception and drive and, yeah, don't be an asshole again and just do it. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. Why do you think so many people, that's cool. Yeah. Why do you think so many people don't do it? Maybe they're frightened. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they're maybe they're apprehensive. They they don't know what's going to happen. You know, they're worried about consequence. They're worried about being judged. About if they do fail. You know, mm-hmm. just put all that shit aside and have a crack. That's yeah. It's it's literally that easy, isn't it? It is really. Oh well, man, kind of, it's probably not, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that was really good chat. Um, I'll just finish it off now. So, if um, anyone here took anything from the show, just send us a message or even send Ben a message. I'm sure you'd like to read. There's nothing better than getting a compliment or you know getting recommended to even come on here. I think that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, 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 that's cool. I don't know who done that, but yeah, who do you know who done it? Oh, you do know. You just don't want to tell. (laughs) I'll tell you after. Um, Yeah, 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 that's cool. Um, I've got a few suggestions of people too. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, right now. Yeah, can I like tag them? No, I, I want to hear from Ben Deering. Okay. I want to hear what Ben Deering's got to say mm-hmm. because I believe he's lived a pretty cool life. Okay. And I want to hear about it. All right. And Kirby, Kirby Shearing. He's he's I'll, coming up. Yeah, I look up to Kirby a lot, and I, like I, you know, we've got a great relationship, and yeah, I just I just want to hear him have a chat. Just chats, man. Yeah. So, All right. Sweet. No we'll leave it there. Yeah. Cheers, mate. <laughs>